0: This is episode 60 of the SHIPS podcast with John Robert Byrne. Welcome to SHIPS. My name is Pat McCandrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives— Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Ships. You are all in for a great episode. Our guest for episode 60 of Ships is John Robert Byrne, aka JRB, who is a singer-songwriter about to take the music world by storm with a sound that will get you out of your seat dancing to the rhythm. His funk-confused, radio-ready hits are anthems that will surely stand the test of time, and listeners will be singing along for generations to come. More importantly, his music has a message to inspire people to connect with each other on a human level, away from technology and social media. This positive message of connection is working in tandem with the Kennedy Forum's vision to improve mental health on a global scale. So you guys are in for an incredible episode with John. I really enjoyed chatting with him, and our conversation got so deep and so real, And I can't wait for you all to hear it. John talks with us about influencers and about the influencer culture and how it should be more real and authentic than it is today. He talks to us about how we don't really have any freedom on social media, how we don't necessarily need the validation from social media like we think, and how social media caters to our negative qualities. He talks about how it creates a false reality, how it's a facade versus real, authentic, genuine connection, how social media made him anxious in his journey on completely eliminating social media from his life. We also talk about his work with Patrick Kennedy and the Kennedy Forum, his music and how music creates deeper connections with each other and how he's using music as a way to spread an important message. So this is an incredible episode. I really look forward to hearing your thoughts on this one. Feel free to share it with a friend who you think it will really resonate with. So without further ado, let me please introduce John Robert Byrne. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Ship's Podcast. Today's guest is John Robert Byrne. John, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to dive into this conversation. We met only recently. Maybe, was it probably about a month ago or so? I'd say,
1: yeah, yeah four or five, was, six weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty
0: that. recent, and I'm very inspired by the work that you're doing You have a very unique approach to how you're talking about these issues regarding technology and the influence that it's having on us as human beings. Right. And so after meeting you and after talking with you a bit more, you're definitely someone I wanted to have on the show. So thanks so much for being here.
1: No, it's my pleasure. And likewise, I'm very inspired by your messaging. and, And I think that there's definitely a place for it, especially given where we're at right now. So... Yeah, absolutely. So I'm wondering if you could just start off
0: by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe what led you on the path that you're now pursuing today.
1: Sure. So I'm a recording artist through and through. I'm a singer, songwriter, producer, and um, I recently partnered with the Kennedy Forum to fight tech addiction. Uh, we created a campaign called TechAware, and we're laying all the bricks at the moment to ensure that this is a successful campaign for um, the entire 2020 calendar year, and then hopefully indefinitely it can have a, a long-lasting effect. Was that something that you specifically
0: started with them, was the TechAware initiative, Like, did you start that from the ground up or did they start it and then found you and were like, oh, we really need John to help us out?
1: No, this is something that together we created from the ground up. Wow. So I wrote a song called Get Off the Phone, Wake Up and Dance about, at this point, it's been about three years. No, no, two years ago. It was end of 2017, yeah. So about two years ago, I wrote this song called Get Off the Phone, Wake Up and Dance. Um, And... uh, I brought this song to the attention of the forum um, through a mutual connection that I had. And from there, we just sort of had a natural um, progression in terms of uh, our our the dynamic of how we were communicating. And, and it got to a point where we said, let's create a campaign around this song um, and make it something bigger. So. Uh, this is a global campaign that just kind of began about six months ago. Um, and we're ready for, uh, for launch. We brought on a, uh, an influencer tech company called Grapevine Logic. Um, and they're going to um, help get the messaging out through their own tech platform, utilizing influencers. Uh, so what's happening there is... is is um, Influencers are going to be posting videos on social media channels. Um, you know, they can be doing whatever they want to do, walking in the park, hanging out with their friends. And uh, uh, they'll have the song Get Off the Phone, Wake Up and Dance playing in the background. Um, and they'll, you know, hashtag Get Off the Phone and bring a, bring attention to the Kennedy Forum. So that's, that's basically how that's uh, getting the attention that it needs. Um, but then also, we're going to be utilizing the media as a way of getting the messaging out. Uh, so we're kind of in the process of solidifying various media partners who can help, you know, bring attention to this important issue of tech addiction.
0: That's really exciting. And have you found the influencers to be very into it because they're people that are always on their phones. So, and I think that's actually a really powerful mar- uh, like target to go towards with regards to spreading the message.
1: Yeah. Have they been receptive to this idea? My hope is that we can um, really put them to the test and try to connect with their stronger selves and realize that you know it's really not healthy and in their best interest to spend too much time on their phones and on social media, um, really disconnecting from their friends, their family, from the rest of the world. And this is creating, unfortunately, there's a lot of studies proving this um, through a variety of doctors, psychologists, that um, we really were not meant the human being, the human spirit was not meant to be attached to technology all day long. It's just not in our DNA. Um, so I think that this messaging will really serve them. And I'm, I'm challenging my partner, Kristen, who's the CEO of Grapevine. Um, I brought her on to this campaign. Um, I'm challenging her to really make this a priority for her company to ensure that the influencers really play their part. And, you know, because unfortunately, nowadays, influencers are starting to get a bad rap and rightfully so, because it's there's nothing really sincere about the whole influencer marketing world. You know, these these people are are paid to promote brands. But if if influencers can be used in a way that is uh, more raw and real, then then I think that that would save that industry. Because I, I think peop- the, the consumer is starting to become more aware and more smart of what's going on. And, and, and you know, if they like a brand or product, they're going to go for it. They don't really need an influencer to tell them that they should get it. So if we can use influencers for the right reasons as opposed to the wrong reasons, this could really change that marketplace. And I'm, I'm hoping that our Tech Aware campaign really, you know, can, um, can really hold them accountable in that sense.
0: I'm wondering if we could actually dissect this a little bit more with regards to what you're saying about influencers, this campaign is a opportunity for influencers to be real in a sense you said something along those lines. Yeah. How do you think that influencers and the influencer culture has been damaging society mm-hmm. or certain generations?
1: Of course. Well, there's this argument that, oh, we have the freedom to say what we want to say, do what we want to do on social media. You know, why should anyone tell me, um, you know, what I can, you know, whether I should post or not post or be on it or not be on it. But what I'm doing is drawing attention to what's the truth and what's real is that you have no freedom on social media. It's totally regulated. Um, people whether they you know folks whether you agree with them or or don't agree with them certain people are being silenced on social media Um, if they don't have a messaging that falls in line with um, what say the folks who work at the tech platform who are creating the business models behind the scenes if the people who are posting things don't Fall in line with their beliefs; they're being silenced. So, and everyone is 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 uh, is being regulated constantly. So, there's absolutely no freedom, which is what our country is based upon—our constitution, freedom and liberty, and all of those wonderful things. And there's nothing about big tech that seems to to um, display such such um, wonderful um, characteristics of our country that we were founded on. So, I don't understand why. Um there's a lot of hypocrisy going on um in that sense. Um I think that it's it's time to to you know put social media to rest. Um unless that's a, we can, that's
0: a pretty big statement.
1: Yeah. Um unless we can find alternative ways that will be more in the public's best interest, we'll give people their freedoms. Where they actually can say what they want to say without being silenced, and uh, also, but I, I don't see that happening because it seems like the folks behind these platforms—Google and, and Facebook and and um, you know, which has Instagram or Insta Cookie is what I like to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you call it Insta Cookie? <laughs> yeah, and then Snap Cookie. I I don't know. It's just a way of it's to me they're silly platforms. So that's why I call it that to make I I guess I'm making fun of it, you know, with the cookie. Um, But I don't know. It's it's just it does. It seems like, you know, and this is my own opinion. This is my opinion here. This isn't yes or no. The people that I've met who seemed very at peace with the world and with themselves um, and were more appealing to be around from what from my perspective Where folks who spent less time on social media didn't really have much of a social media presence or or they they post very sparingly, you know, because they don't need validation because they're content. Um, So and this this act of being content is more attractive. You know, it's this isn't a superficial thing. This is a uh, uh, like an almost like a spiritual thing. It's a it's a relaxed energy that's appealing you know, validation and unfortunately what these tech platforms have created is is it caters to the weak side of people, you know, the the need for validation and and um it's that has become ingrained in our society and it's a big, big problem.
0: And I think it's very easy for a lot of us to forget. I, I love what you said, how huh? social media in a lot of sense does cater to the more negative sides of us. It breaks into our vulnerabilities a lot. And I guess my next question would be, for those people who are influencers, who really make their living online, are they more free than others? Or in some ways, are they less free because they have to put up a certain image or less free? How so?
1: Because they're being paid by brands to promote products and, and so on and so forth um so i've challenged and and you know there this is part of what our campaign is all about transparency and realness and i'm challenging our partner here i i the kennedy forum and i are on the same wavelength here you know we have a goal to um to bring uh, these social media companies you know to test to hold big tech accountable for the health and the mental well-being of especially young folks. Um, it's, it's imperative that this happens because the rise of depression and suicide and as a result of kids feeling left out or because honestly, what's happening is people create like influencers who are being paid to promote brands. People are creating alternative realities of their truth. And then that's making other kids, because kids are naive. You know, we can say, "Oh, just grow a backbone." Of course, you know that's that's a good thing. Have a thick skin, and put up with it. But these young kids are naive to it. They're young kids. Let them be kids. Go out in the park, have a good time. You know, eat crackers and cookies and all that. But you know, it's it's just uh, they're naive to it, and they're it's put in their face all day long. So, to me. Technology is wonderful. We can use tech for the right reasons, for environmental reasons, for, um, you know, transportation or more efficient, you know, building a tunnel from here to God knows where. And uh, but this whole notion of uh, it's it's not very social. That's the irony. Social media is not social at all. It's uh, it's it's taking people away from being social. And my hope is that, you know, unless they can really change I like how they you know, they took away the likes on, on Instagram. I don't think it's fully taken away. Yeah, I
0: think it's just on the videos maybe, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean it's it's uh, Or it might have been Twitter or Yeah, uh, yeah and a yeah, lot of what I'm sure, hearing yeah. from people is is their response to it is oh, just grow a backbone, like it's not a big deal, put the likes back up, you know, grow a, ba- but these are young kids, they don't really understand what's going on in the world yet, they're developing, they're growing, the mind is still expanding, so it's, it, it just really doesn't, you know, I, I think if the world, if we could get rid of Facebook and, um, and Twitter, and tweet, dee is what I call Twitter, <laughs> if we can get rid of <laughs> like Face that. Crook, snap Snapcookie, and Instacookie. Those are the four. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapcookie, right? Or Snapchat. If we can get rid of those and then use tech for the right reasons, think of the progress we'll make. We can make our society tech-friendly with beneficial, you know, with the, for the environment, for transportation, for, um, you know, nicer picture on your TV screen maybe is nice. But if we can get rid of these social media platforms, just get rid of them. Think of how th- that, its such a simple thing. The gates will open. Do you think it's possible to, as an alternative, create a positive social media? But to me, then that, I mean, initially at the beginning, wasn't face crook was seen as positive. And then now it's just the negative aspects are coming out more and more as the years go by. Yeah. And then you've got gaming too, which also is, is, There's studies shown that this is also negative for the kids, you know, it's let let them be kids, let them go out in the park like they used to and have a good time and and um, and learn and read and engage. And, and, you know, TV is okay. you know, in in minimal use and uh, just let them be kids again. I don't think that's really what's happening anymore.
0: Yeah, I think that's super important, and there's actually a lot of studies that talk about the importance of play in that way, and and for a child's development, and even as adults too, how crucial that is. Yep. And to play devil devil's advocate a little bit to what you were saying, there's a lot of people out there who will say, "Oh, well, there's so much positivity on social media. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of positive messages being put out there. There's a lot of influencers." who are almost like life coaches in a sense. This is the
1: facade that's been put in front of our eyes to blind us from the truth. Interesting. Can, can you elaborate on that a bit more? Sure. Well, at the end of the day, it's, they want to make money, right? Everyone wants to make money and that's totally fine. I'm a capitalist, you know, I'm all for making money, you know, to support my family one day. I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, these big tech companies want to make money behind the scenes. That's what they want to do. So, um, in all, in real layman's terms, here it's 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 a facade that they've created to ensure that they their business model will succeed, um, and it's it's um, goes exactly with what I said, and I was getting to the fact that gaming is almost an even bigger problem than social media. To me, this gaming is is also creating false realities for kids, um, even more so because um, they're they're getting lost in in a in a world that does not exist. Um, which is disconnecting them from their families and their friends. So I think that the gaming industry needs to, uh, to wake up a little bit and realize that maybe what they're doing isn't right for for people as well.
0: So when you created your song, Get Off the Phone, Wake Up and Dance. Yep. Because that, creating that song has now led into all your work with the Kennedy forum and what you're doing with tech mm-hmm. So what was it that inspired you to create that song? Why, why create
1: a song as opposed to simply talking about these ideas? Sure. So as I said, I'm a recording artist. I've, I've worked in the corporate world for the last five, six years to pay my bills. Um, so I, I went to UCLA for college. I studied politics. So I've always had a political inclination. I've always been very interested in politics since I was a kid Um, So I studied politics at UCLA, and during that time, I also began to write and record music in the greater Los Angeles area. Then when I graduated, wanted to get back to the East Coast roots, grew up in Boston area. I'm more of an East Coaster. I I, I like the realness. There's more realness going on. So um, moved back to the East Coast, Um, been living in New York City now for about five years, if you ever take. Um, And... I think it was about what was it about five years ago when I made the conscious decision to remove myself from all social media because nothing it kind of made me a little anxious to be honest, you know, and I just yeah. and my nature is is focus I like to be focused I don't like to be distracted by things that um, that uh, don't allow me to um, to give my heart and my world and my my um, my all to the world around me, and to support others, and to engage with life and and uh, family and friends, and and there was something about it that kind of took me away from that. So I just uh, made the decision to remove myself from all of it. Um, and you know, it's, it's so funny cause I kind of snuck back into it a little bit for a second there, but then I realized, wow, this really is making me anxious now that I've been away from it why would I get back into this hellhole? It's just doesn't it's just silly. I saw how it sucked people in. And I was too strong. You know, I I realized, wow, like, I don't need to be dragged down like that. This is just a bunch of folks creating false realities. You know, why am I hanging out with uh, Sandra D now and she looks miserable? And then I see her, you know, she's at some big party and on social media and she looks like a queen and then she looks depressed when I see her. And that's, I don't know anyone by the name of Sandra D personally, but I'm just using an example that (laughs) happened time and time again, as I would hang out with people in person and they didn't seem very happy. And then they would look like Queens and Kings on social media. Um, And it just, I started to realize that the folks, there was a, 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 um, there was a theme, a constant theme, the folks who, Um, we're, you know, always happy on social media. Ironically, we're the ones I I realized consistently were the most depressed in real life. So I'm like, okay, this is, this is all fake. Yeah. Something's going on. Something's going on here. So I just, it's been about five years now that I've been completely off social media, literally. So we're 2019 now, almost at the end. It was 2014 when I got rid of it. So I've really, I'm really aware because I've been off of it for so long. Um, and it's been great for my health, for my well-being. And I've, I, I realize that I can give more to um, my work, to um, you know, people that I meet. I can engage with them. Um, it's really it's wonderful. It's kind of like the good old days when folks would talk to one another. Uh, and the relationships they cultivated were meaningful. They weren't, uh, you know. There's so much. Uh, uh, people have um, so many acquaintances nowadays because of social media and and uh, interacting on Slack in the office space right, instead right. of face to face about, um, you know, whatever products or or uh, works being done. Um, so, you know, it's it's um, and unfortunately because I. Uh, as I said, you know, to pay the bills, I've had corporate jobs over the last five years working in the marketing communications world and, ironically, the uh, technology world. Um, you know, I'm a director of strategy for a, uh, a tech company that deals with, um, with hotels. Um, and uh, so this is kind of my, my nine-to-five work, but, um, but I'm really a recording artist through and through. I have been for about... Um, I'd say a good eight or nine years now and I think uh, but I've always had you know singles and, and songs here and there and finally get off the phone was was the first was when I found my sound not only was it okay we got a funk sound here this is me because now that I'm so aware, you know, I can get funky and, and have a good time. <laughs> That's you That's know?
0: amazing, isn't it? I, yeah. I imagine that after you got rid of your social media. The music. The, yeah, almost like the music came to you or this whole new creative outlet Absolutely. opened
1: up. And that also leads me to the issue with where the music industry has been for the last 10 years or so. Um, um, yeah, know.
0: maybe talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and uh, people who I know who really appreciate good music, like the good stuff, like classic rock and and funk and soul from the good old days, they um, they're like, what happened to music? (laughs) They're like, where did it go? (laughs) Literally. And and I say, well, you know, because artists are becoming it's all about how many followers do they have on on Instagram or Twitter, and that's what the labels want to see now. Wow. And no wonder why the music sucks because it's all about social media numbers and not about music.
0: Yeah. How do you think that we could address those people that you might have teenagers mm-hmm. where they're saying, okay, I get the concept of giving up social media, I get that, okay, it might improve my well being but that's where all my friends talk that's where like my community is that i talk to or maybe people who are social media managers and that's their job and that's what they've grown up knowing and doing and and yes there's that anxiety of like oh i always need to be on my phone i always need to be checking in 247 i'm i'm working non-stop but I can't give it up because th- this is the lifestyle that I have. What would you say or maybe recommend to both those teenagers, those kids, and then also adults who are very reliant on social media? Wake right them now? up,
1: tell them the truth about what's really going on. Don't let them continue that. Why would you do that? That doesn't seem like it works in anyone's interest. You know, you got to be strong here. Let, tell them the truth. That's the only way they're going to have hope for a happy life, I think. Um, I think that that's a cop-out, you know, when people say, oh, but this creates community. I just spoke to the head of legal at Interscope a few months ago. I don't, you know, for defamation purposes, and and she's a good person, too. I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but... You know, she said, oh, no, well, um, you know, we, it really creates community for our fans. You know, I spoke to her about it. You know, why are you making social media part of your, your business model for Universal Music? And, and she's like, well, it's, it's all exactly what you said there, you know, playing devil's advocate here. It's all about community for our fans. Like, um, you know, we had a Machine Gun Kelly singer um, and um, all of the fans are doing the social media thing with him. And, and, I, and to me, that's just a cop out. That's just a cop out. You really don't care about your consumers, your fans. You're just you're doing what is kind of the norm nowadays instead of actually doing what's right. Hmm. Total cop out.
0: I really like that a lot. That people are so social media has become such a prevalent part of our society that everyone's adopting it. Everyone's saying, "Okay, yes, this is the norm. These are the standards." Yeah. And. I think a lot of us haven't taken that time to really take a step back and think, okay, is this really helping?
1: Social media and gaming. It's killing the kids. So let's talk about the gaming a little bit. What's, uh-huh. what's the situation with gaming? So I don't know enough about it to say that I'm an expert, okay? But what I do know, based on the research that I've done, is that it's, it's created virtual worlds for kids, like an escape So similar to social media in the sense that it's it's an opportunity for people to rebrand themselves. You know, they almost like become the character that's in the game. Um, So that also takes them away from the raw essence of of who they are. And listen, I'm a performer. I'm a singer. It's always good to escape with music, with with film, with TV. You know, these are wonderful things. The arts, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like sports. You know, I'm an athlete too. So it's like sports, you know, physical activity, you know, go play some football, play some tennis, play some um, uh, rugby. My dad's from South Africa. He loves rugby. You know, p- sports and, and uh, the arts are two things that really allow us to um, recenter ourselves and to escape in a sense. But when you're creating an alternate reality for yourself, that is, does not work in your favor. That is taking you away from your raw center. Sports, you know, uh, running, exercising, playing football. These things um, get the endorphins pumping. You know, that's a healthy escape. Uh, the arts gets your brain thinking, you know, going to see a good movie um, or, uh, you know, reading a book or uh, writing a song. So these are healthy escapes, you know, sports and the arts. But the, this, this uh, social media and gaming is, is virtual reality. And there's nothing wrong with video games, per se. But the way gaming is developing, it's, it's starting to get to a place where these kids are, are, are... And the excuse is, oh, we're educating these kids about, about through gaming bullshit. <laughs> that's all. That's the cop-out. Yeah. That's the weakness right there. Huh. It's really sad. It's it's um, we're at that transitional point now where we can use tech for amazing reasons, building a tunnel from here to God knows where, Um, you know, uh, for the environment, putting up, you know, tech mills so we don't have gases, you know, tech cars, you know, which are great where you can fly around and whatever. But, uh, but that's what I'm saying is that we use all of these tech for the right reasons, for transportation, for, you know, maybe make our phone, take away the apps and the social media, but, you know, just make it efficient. So you, you press a button, you call your mom or dad quickly, you know, that's fine. Nothing wrong with making a phone call because then you're actually getting in contact with someone and not reading their, their feed, which is probably not even what they're doing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah so it's it's uh there's all these things that we have to think about 2020 is a big transitional time you know where we those Ch- the chinese are very smart there we're ending a 12-year cycle we're about to begin a new one 2020 is the beginning of a new cycle wow we're at a transition right now you know let's use tech for the right reasons let's say okay either social media you change your business models so people can get back to being people Or you got to go. That's so good. I think you're right. I think
0: that a lot of us have departured from being people. From being authentic, real, present, focused, to use your word from before, people. And yeah, we we start to live so much and, and spend so much of our time in the online space. And I say this
1: in the most humble way to change the world for our future for our youth you know um for their health for their mental well-being and there's no one better than Patrick Kennedy to do that that's great uh, yeah i'm very curious
0: i have one more question for you and given everything that you said you know so much of what we talk about on the ship's podcast is about the importance of building genuine authentic meaningful relationships in today's digital age in an age where so many of us are consumed by social media. Yes. So with that said, I'm wondering what is your definition of a meaningful, deep relationship?
1: Very interesting. I love that question. Oh, thank you. That's great. You're talented, man. uh, (laughs) I try, I try. No, but, uh, not having to question, what you say or do in a relationship. Letting it flow naturally is deep and meaningful because it's trust. Trust. And unfortunately, with all the clutter that's been put out into the universe, it's taken out trust because everyone's creating false realities of themselves with this gaming and with this um, social media. It, it's taken the trust out. You know, so that's to me is a deep and meaningful relationship when you don't have to when you have that trust with the person.
0: That's great. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs>
1: no. Well, hey, th- this is good. I'm learning something new every day. You're teaching me while we're sitting here. And uh, that's what it's about is, is engaging with people in a real way. Yes. An honest way.
0: Yes. Having good conversation. Yeah,
1: th- th- there's too much. Um, and I say this. So this is positivity here. This is. We want people to be their authentic selves and to have trust with one another, to have that trust is is everything.
0: Absolutely. Well, John, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I I not only appreciate you coming on the show, but also bringing your authentic self, bringing (laughs) your, your true self and also, spreading the message about how important that is with the work right. that you're doing with the Kennedy Forum, the work that you're doing with Tech Aware through your music. It's really and it's a really important message and I appreciate your honesty too in all this and really talking about how serious this issue is and how important it is for all of us to really think about these things as we go about our daily lives.
1: No, Pat, I'm I'm so humbled to be here and thank you for the time you're a great person um, and uh, I'm, I'm totally behind you and what you're doing um, so I, I hope that we can continue to um, find the right people to get our messaging out and and to get people to engage with each other have that trust and, and to really live a, a fulfilling life where they feel at ease you know I um, And as I said, no better way than to have Patrick Kennedy, who who, you know, who struggled in the past with mental health, but is in a really a a real place of strength right now and is ready to to um, to revolutionize um, uh, the entire, you know, political world through putting people's minds at ease. That's really what uh, that's great. You know, that's that's what we need. That's what the world needs. So.
0: Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah. Before we head out, where can our listeners find out more information about you and about the work that you're doing with the Kennedy Forum?
1: Sure. So, as I said, everything I do is is, you know, I'm doing my best here to be as real and straight with everything um authentic, so I'm off all social media channels. Okay. So, as I said, none of I'm not going to list them in you know cookie terms. <laughs> you know what I yeah. you know. Them Go back to point. the beginning of the episode. <laughs> Hear that? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not on social media, so that's where you know utilizing the media to get the messaging out. You know, let's have discussions with CNN, Fox News, um, NBC to get this messaging out. People who have influence, like Grapevine Logic, but let's do it in a way where. You know, we're trying to hold the social media companies accountable to change their business models or go. Yes. Leave. OK. And um, and the gaming too, go leave, uh, you know, get, get, get your N64 out of your Or what is the <laughs> oh, other, classic, other one? Classic. I love that. N64. What was, uh, uh, well, sp- uh,
0: they're Super Nintendo. Yeah, Sega, no, 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 Sega no, that's Genesis? What I said. Like,
1: you can make it futuristic, and tech's got to keep progressing. The transportation yeah. and all this stuff. We're going back to the beginning of the episode, but you know, the social media thing—either change or go. Yeah. Um, use tech for the right reasons. And what what were we getting at the um,
0: the uh, um? So, the, is there so a specific website, maybe? Not, since you're not on social media, where people could learn more about like the Kennedy forums?
1: Sure. So. You will be able to find me on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube for video content. See, that's a search platform. YouTube is, is search. So to me, that doesn't fall in line with the issue. Because search platforms, I find, give the consumer the control, you know, peace of mind, knowing what they want to find whenever they want to find it is very, puts consumers at a sense of ease. So, and to me, videos are a nice way to create um, art, you know, for a uh, music video that can really right, be effective. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they'll be able to find me on YouTube, John Robert Byrne, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, so all the, the uh, you know, streaming for music, they'll be able to get just no social media won't be able to find me on Instagram, you know, the, the cookies. <laughs> None of that. Great. So all the others. And and we're hoping um, the first album, um, hoping to have that released uh, first or second quarter of uh, 2020. Nice. Um, and we'll see, you know, whoever the distribution partner is, whether that be myself or um, or someone else, you know, who I partner with to help distribute, um, we'll definitely... You know, we'll, we'll have to find someone who, who really believes in this in this TechAware campaign and this messaging because um, that's a big part part of uh, of, um, of my whole um, intention here is to ensure that TechAware is a success. Um, and if we need the right distribution partner, um, you know, some entertainment company perhaps who really you know gets the market around social media, not with social media, because there's alternative ways to get your messaging out. Um, so this is really it's, it's, it's a challenge because it's not what's expected, but it's necessary. We're going to do it, and it will be a success. We're going to fight to ensure that this movement is a success. I think the world really depends on it. And I say that with a humble heart. You know, um, I'm learning something new every day here. And this is a journey that I'm so excited about, you know, undertaking. So. Awesome. Well, we'll be
0: sure to include the links to all those various streaming services in the show notes. So, sure. John, thank you so much again for joining us on the show.
1: Thank you, Pat, for having me. Get off the phone, wake up, and dance.
0: John Robert burn everybody what a great episode john did not hold anything back he laid it down he told the truth he was honest about all these issues that are coming into play nowadays within our society he talked to us about the effects social media is having on us and how we can be more mindful in our relationship with tech and our relationships to each other so john thank you so much for coming out on the show if you liked this episode please feel free to share it with a friend comment go on over to apple Podcasts and leave me a review i would really appreciate it also if you have the anchor app feel free to call in and leave a voicemail and let me know your thoughts said voicemail may be released on a future episode of ships so feel free to call in you also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing episodes with amazing and inspiring guests just like John. So thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into this episode. I really hope you were able to retain the wisdom that John Robert Byrne shared with us. And definitely check out his music. It's some amazing funky music that is also spreading an important message so thank you so much again for tuning in and i look forward to joining you all in the next episode